this week on the Rest Friends Podcast. I drove to Minnesota for full gear just to see Hangman and a page win. How long of a drive was it, Rest Friends? Six hours. Jesus. I'm ready for it. Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> Woohoo! For the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. You know what that means, boys and girls? The Devils! Settle! Goodbye and good night. Hey, Rest Friends. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And you are listening to a brand new episode of the Rest Friends podcast. And this one is a special one because not only are we recapping full gear, we also have a very special guest in the Rest Friends studio today. We have Miss Lo from Wrestling Wind Down. Lo, how are you? I am great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wonderful. I cannot. Lo has discovered the sound effects buttons on our podcaster pro <laughs> applause applause please so this episode you will see or hear a lot of sound effects because i'm Lo, ready <laughs> Lo is just ready to go Lo, you came all the way from vegas i sure did to go to pro wrestling tees i what? actually came out here to visit my friends and to see jack harlow but okay the secondary reason was to go to pro wrestling tees yes so for what for what yeah what what's up what's at pro wrestling tees that you really really wanted to go i just wanted to see what it was about and i mean if Hulk Cabana ended up being there then you know he was there and that was a plus yes yeah okay so when we googled that restaurant i was like it's closed because they are restocking their stuff because they are so behind mm -hmm. on their orders so behind and my idea was like, oh, well, we can still take pictures with the windows because the windows are the ones that have the wrestlers on them. Yeah. We got there and it was fully locked down restaurant. Like you would have thought. <laughs> Congratulations. We played ourselves. It was fully locked down. I've never seen it like this. <laughs> never in my whole life. Like, yeah, because you've always at least been able to see the, the, the windows. Yeah. I mean, every so. time I've gone, it's been closed. But <laughs> right. But never like to this extent. Lo, what did you think as soon as we drove by it and it was... Fully on lockdown. Anticlimactic. Yes. There was nothing there. No one in sight. Just a cricket. People were honking. People were honking <laughs> as they always do, you know, when you take a picture. Right. Jesus, crickets. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, oh, you know, when you take pictures outside and they're super interested. And people were very interested in Lo because Lo had her Mick Foley shirt on. That she changed in the car. I love that t-shirt. So here's the thing. I think pro wrestling tees, they need to... Increase the amount of staff they have. People come out to Chicago to go to pro wrestling tees. They think yeah. maybe they'll get a wrestling shirt while they're out here, and yeah. they're missing money. Yeah, they gotta make that money. They can't let it make them, and they're they're doing the latter right now. And not not only that, they're disappointing the fans. Right, like that's an experience we would all love to have. Yeah. I've had it. I would love for you guys to have that experience. It's it's actually really cool to shop in there. I right. live here, and I still haven't had it. So, restaurant, talk to us about full gear. Oh because goodness. it was a whole mission, right? It, it was a mission. I Getting there wasn't much of a mission. It was mm -hmm. just, you know, just getting there or whatever. I, f I did feel like it was a long drive. Six hours was a lot for me. I don't like driving like that, you know? Um, that was too much. But since I drove by myself, I was so tired. Mm -hmm. Got there. I had to change because I didn't want to uh, be driving with the clothes mm -hmm. that I was going to wear for the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially knowing I was going to get tickets almost ringside. Which I is knew I wanted to be close. Which is wild because you didn't have tickets when you started driving over there. No. So you risked not getting any tickets. Exactly. We bought ticket the tickets an hour before the show. 
That's insane. Yeah. And just we just wanted good tickets, but we we also know the scalpers were going to lower the prices. They mm-hmm. had to. No one was buying these fucking tickets, yeah. you know? Right. And they did go down. And yeah, I got my ringside tickets, got to the show. Well, got to the garage, mm-hmm. changed, then went to the show. Target Center's huge. We, oh, is it? Yes, it's huge. We got we got lost trying okay. to get to the arena. The yeah. first time, not really lost. We just went on the wrong floor, and then we asked, and then, you know, they told us where to go, and we were fine. Mm-hmm. On the way out of there, yeah, we got lost trying to look for the car. Jesus. <laughs> but it was a really nice arena, and the show was, what can I say about the freaking show? The show was amazing live. I heard that, you know, a lot of people watching at home thought the show was amazing. Yeah, in person as well. It was mm-hmm. amazing. I will say, I w- I'm going to throw a little bit of shade, but the Minnesota crowd has n- nothing on Chicago. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, they, they were loud. There were moments where they were re- very loud, like for Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Super, super loud. Um, but no, nothing on the Chicago crowd. But you got to experience it live, which I did was amazing. So... Lo and I went to AMC Theater to watch it, which I had no idea that they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, they just started not too long ago. Yeah, actually. it's very recent. Yeah. But Lo and I were able to find a AMC right next to her hotel that played the event. And we were wow. really excited about it. And tickets were like, what, 25 bucks, Lo? I want to say yeah. that they were like 25 bucks. And we got there just on time. We got our popcorn, our hot dogs. People were very in a rush. I feel like in downtown, people are always in a rush. Yes. And people were coming at the concession people. So Lo and I were just minding our own business, buttering our popcorn, getting our slushies. And we walk into the room and there's about like 20 people in there, which is not a lot. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be more, but it was all men. Maybe yes, there, all No men. way. Maybe there was, was other, one other woman. Right. It was maybe like one or two women in there. And wow. we didn't really know what the vibe was going to be. But so... so we were watching the pre-show, and next thing you know, it changed. Like, as soon as the pay-per-view was starting, uh, the screen went black, mm-hmm. and they had to go and get somebody because nobody put the password in for the pay-per-view. So, <laughs> what? We Yeah, some dude in the corner was like, oh, I'll, I'll just go tell someone. And he came back, and someone fixed it. And then we were, like, halfway into Darby Allen's promo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but let's start with the pre-show, because... I didn't watch the pre-show. Russell, did you get there in the pre-show? No, we well, we got there on time. We would have been able to watch the pre-show, but I was changing and getting my stuff ready. Okay. So by the time we got there, it was done. Um, but I got there barely on time for the show to start. Like when the pyro started, yeah. I w- was just sitting down. Barely. Barely. So the pre-show was Jamie Hater, which my dad loves that name just because he likes to call me a hater. <laughs> so he's like, Jamie Hater, I like her. And Nyla Rose, and they went against uh, Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. And I love I love Thunder Rosa. Oh my gosh. I love Sheeta. I can't Same. say enough great things about them. Sadly, I did not watch this match though, because we were in line waiting for our hot dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you also missed it. But uh Sheeta and Thunder Rosa won. So good for them. Good for them. Claps, yes. claps, claps. This is an appropriate use of the cheers button. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the main card. So we had Darby Allen versus MJF and the lavender. Yes. The lavender. Um, I'm not going to lie. The lavender. Ladies, what do we think about this lavender? Teddy has on lavender eyeshadow today, so I think MJF's no, 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 no. My eyeshadow is not lavender. It is purple, and it is inspired by Hangman. <laughs> Ooh. It's not lavender. She said, I'm going to correct you really quick. 
It's purple, bitches. <laughs> she said that's what it was. What do we think about this match? Russ, friend, you were there. You experienced it. Yes. Was he MJF grabbing his junk as much? He was, yes, of course. No, yeah, he was grabbing his junk of that restaurant. That's what you wanted to know. He had, Lo and I were really debating on why he was grabbing his junk. Lo, what do, why did you think? What was happening in there? I just thought it was MJF. He's vulgar. I know? thought maybe they were too small or he was just uncomfortable because lavender is a lighter color. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of decipher things a little bit more easily. I thought maybe he, you know, MJF was a little bit self-conscious, but no. He was carrying an object in there. It was his his little ring that he won a while back ago. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because he pulled it out. Well, not that, but the ring. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. What did you watch at the theater that I didn't even notice? No, Rosman, you were there. You were there to witness it, so... I don't have anything to add about MJF. <laughs> no, I I just, I honestly, I know this is the first time I'm ever, ever going to say this, but MJF looked attractive in that lavender. That's all I can say. Thank you. The match was good. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the match was good. Um, I mean, I don't really like to compliment much on Darby, but the match was good. MJF does a great job as a as a heel. We yeah. all freaking know it. Mm-hmm. The man's entertaining. And I think what's also fun is that the crowd is the crowd is into it into it you know Mm -hmm. what did you think about this match darby versus mjf i thought it was a good match i mean they had a lot of good moments during the match and the crowd seemed like they were into it i don't have anything bad to say about it i mean Okay. okay we can move on they did great sweetie you're doing amazing sweetie yes moving on to the lucha brothers versus ftr yeah i have thoughts Okay, so FTR came out with one little knee pad with the Mexican flag, and I was so offended, Russ, let me tell you. Right, right off the bat, I was like, mm-mm, I don't like it. And I was telling Lo, I'm like, you know what? I don't think you should be able to hold the, tri- the triple A championships if you're not Mexican. And then the whole idea came about, I was like, oh, shit, but then I can't use that logic because then, like, the Intercontinental Championship couldn't be held. Or the United or States or the United Championship. States Championship couldn't be held, you know, but... Yeah. That, but yeah, I think about like, I know he was on the card too, but Rusev held the United States Championship and he made it a big deal to make everyone know that he was from Russia when he held the U.S. Championship. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I couldn't use that logic. I like canceled myself for that one. <laughs> During the match, they were doing some Eddie Guerrero moves, which what are your thoughts FTR or mm-hmm. LR? I, I mean, I saw it as part of uh, as part of their gimmick. You know, mm-hmm. their their heels. Their yeah. you know they were obviously trying to not only piss off the Lucha Brothers but the crowd as well, which mm-hmm. it worked. Everyone yeah. was booing them so loud. I was booing. <laughs> I was in the theater booing. <laughs> no, no, no. Same here in the crowd. Yeah. I was definitely booing. But um, I I thought it was really cool. I thought it was cool that they acknowledged Eddie in the first place. And I know we knew the Lucha Brothers were gonna do it right, obviously. Mm. But I also thought it was cute. I I mean not cute, but I thought it was nice. And the knee pads too. Mm. I saw it as a nice touch. I'm not gonna lie. I thought okay. I, was, I thought it was a nice little, you know, I don't know. Like that it was a nice little honor. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean guess they I are see that. they are going against two luchadores de mm-hmm. Mexico, and I saw it as something nice. I saw it as I'm trying to get heat. I think you have something yeah. against FTR, right? Not friend. the oh, we, we gotta we maybe gotta only one member care. of FTR. Oh, because cash is money. Okay, okay. what's wrong? Lo, what are oh. your thoughts on on this FTR versus um, the Lucha Brothers match? Again, I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I thought 
they're two of the top tag teams in AEW, and I think they did a good job showcasing why they are the two top tag teams. I thought, you know, it wasn't a match that you go to the bathroom on or anything like that. It was one that you actually were interested in, mm-hmm. and I felt like the end was a little bit weird because they put the masks on, FTR put the masks yeah. on, and the wrong man was pinned from FTR, and the ref was going back and forth with the manager from FTR at the end. And he was like, you know, you, I, the, wrong, the wrong guy was pinned. Mm-hmm. And the ref was like, well, I didn't see it. And I'm the ref here. And it was just kind of like, okay, like, we know it happened. And I think, honestly, the crowd was confused. Like, I don't know if you can attest to that, Teddy. But I was watching the crowd. They were kind of just like, what no, just happened? I was very confused. I didn't even think that I didn't even think it was going to end at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was definitely very confused. I I really enjoyed the match. I thought the match was great because both FTR and the Lucha Brothers are great. Um, but it did take me a while to warm up to it. You know, it took me mm-hmm. a little bit because they they do wrestle differently. Mm-hmm. Right. FTR has a different style from Lucha, Lucha Brothers. Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it took me a little bit to, I guess, warm up mm-hmm. to the match, but it was good. But yeah, you're right. There, there was a couple of moments where, um, it also, it also happened in the Andrade Cody in the match. Oh yeah. But yeah, there was a couple of moments there were a little, a little bit off. I see what you mean. Oh. I'll tell you guys one thing. Ray Phoenix was fucking flying. Ray Phoenix. Oh my God. I love I him. I cannot. I love him. That man that was man. jumping all over the world. I, he was doing things that I have never, yeah, never even like. Like, how do you rehearse for balancing on that top rope like that? What do you do? The way he just hops on them, yeah, like, like nothing. Are you scared? He's not, he's not. That's the thing. He's not scared. This man can do. He can do it all. But um, I liked it. I thought it was exciting. I did have to warm up to it because I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. And then the entrances were also a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, the war entrance from. The Lucha Bros yes. was a little bit, it caught me off guard. Same like, I even here. was like, hey, is this like a Veterans Day thing? Because I didn't know. No. Like, it was so weird. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I was like, is this supposed to be like something Narcos related for some well, I reason? Thought, I was like, is this like, is this significant of like, oh, they're going to war? They're going to battle? Like, I've, n- I've never seen it. And then FTR comes out in like some boxing attire. So I'm like, y'all couldn't even match up on entrances. Get with a gimmick and go with it. Yeah, no, that they were definitely weird entrances, but it was still really cool. Yeah. Good for them. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Los said this was a WWE match. So Yes, this was sponsored by Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson versus Miro. And oh my God, I feel like Brian, he's just got this new swagger now that he's in AEW. There's something it's the man diff- bun. <laughs> it's the man bun, you think? Let's give it up for a man bun. <laughs> Um, I thought it was a good match as well. I don't have much to say. I've said it before on the podcast. I think Brian Danielson is an amazing, great wrestler. Um, I love to hear him speak uh, as well. Yeah. I love to hear him or watch his interviews where he talks about wrestling because I love that man is so into wrestling, you know? Um, but when it comes to his matches also takes me a while to warm up to them okay um but that's because i didn't know about brian danielson until daniel bryan and WWE. you know i didn't know the american dragon so i'm barely warming up to that style of Mm -hmm. brian danielson but i do like it better than what i would see in WWE. i'm not gonna lie but that's just i don't know like i said it was Mm -hmm. i I just wasn't really into him in WWE. i was and i 
I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch his old stuff, but what I'm seeing now, like I like. So yeah, right? I mean, I mean, he's great. I know that. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying I don't see it. I definitely see it. Mm-hmm. It's just not someone that um. That, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, Brian, Brian Danielson is my favorite because I can't say that for real. But he's great. Yeah. And Miro, lo, we were talking about how his, his gimmick is like, oh, well, my God is rewarding and he's going to make me champion. Like, what do you think about that? I think Miro should have came out with Lana. <laughs> what? I'm being dead serious. We talked about that before he came out. I was like, wouldn't it be something if if Lana came out with him? It I think be. Lana is one of those people that should have not wrestled. She should have stayed a manager. Yes, mm-hmm. I and agree. I think it would be interesting to see her in a dynamic like AEW because she's so good at being Miro's manager. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that they're married in real life really adds to the chemistry that they bring to the ring. Um, but he didn't come out with her. Um, he looked crazy the entire time. He had the crazy eyes for sure. But I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely thought Miro was going to win. He had the size advantage. Mm-hmm. Like. He hit his finisher or tried to hit his finisher a couple of times, but this match ended extremely weirdly. Like, oh my god, that off the top rope that was botched. They both landed so awkwardly, and Lo and I just looked at each other. I don't know how it looked, Russell. You were really close to the ring. I don't even remember that moment. So, Miro and da- Daniel was gonna do something, and like, I don't know if Miro was too heavy, which I'm pretty sure he was, but. The way that they landed, it was like on the neck, on the head. And we were like, oh my God, well, they're going to replay it because that was like almost the, the last move. And they did not replay it. Yeah, and even they that. even mentioned it on commentary. They were like, yes, Tony, Tony Schiavone, mm-hmm. he was like, we're going to rewatch that again. And then he was like, oh, wait, actually, we're moving to the next match. So I think then you could tell something went wrong. Mm-hmm. It might have not been serious mm-hmm. but, but they it didn't was something show it, again. it was something that they didn't want to show again so they completely just skipped to the next match and i think again this was one where a lot of people at the end were kind of like what just happened mm-hmm. like they didn't know how to react more because we didn't know if like something serious happened yeah so we just didn't know what to do mm-hmm. i hope everyone's okay i haven't heard well, anything we haven't yeah. seen anything on social media me neither also brian Danielson was on the media scrum afterwards mm-hmm. and he didn't mention anything was so. miro on the media call no well i think he would have said something if he was yeah, <laughs> already right. he would have made it known i think it was a good match i liked it i had to warm up to this one because it, for me maybe it was a little long i was like guys come on we need to wrap it up it was long yeah mm-hmm. you think so yeah not not any shade like thrown on them no, no, i feel no, like yeah. it just could have been a little shorter because it was it was a four-hour pay-per-view Right? Yeah. It was like four hours long. I was like, shit, where where's so, low and I took a bathroom break in between? <laughs> like it was a lot. Um, but let's go to Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus Super Click, which oh my god, there's so many things to say about this. Uh-huh. Best friend, um, talk about the young bucks. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. First of all, I wasn't paying attention when they first came out because I was talking to my cousin explaining some things to her. So I didn't realize they were coming out until they had already came out. But anyway. I saw the pink from far away, right? <gasps> Vibrant. You guys think it was that that was so such a um yeah, it was like a hot pink mm-hmm. in person, seriously. I thought it looked really nice and I'm not even a fan of the color pink. The entrance, great. Adam Cole baby. Amazing. It mm-hmm. felt so nice to Adam Cole baby again in person. I was so happy for that part. Um and Brandon Cutler. I cannot with him. <sighs> I cannot this with this man. With his little Trish still <laughs> mask on. He's still wearing his mask. It's been years, Brandon. Please <laughs> move on. 
he'll go somewhere. I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. Um, but Jurassic Express without without, without Marco. Marco. Yes, I was depressed as soon as I was. I kept waiting for Marco to come out because no. first of all, his name was on the fucking jumbotron. So I'm like, okay, it's happening, it's happening, and nothing. And this man was like, I don't know what he was doing, but he just released a song on like SoundCloud. So maybe he was busy He's writing a song. He's booked and busy. Yeah. He's booked and busy probably. Yeah. Um, but I, I missed him. And I'm like, I don't want him to get like left behind yeah. if they keep pushing Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, which they are fantastic as a team. But I think the three of them really have something. They do. They're so cute. They're so adorable. Mm-hmm. They're so adorable. But I did really, I liked how the three of them came out in jeans. I thought it was a little bit weird. But at it's the same time, mm-hmm. I thought Jungle Boy Oh, wait, looked- it's a false count anywhere, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I thought Jungle Boy looked really. It, it, he, they all looked different in jeans, first of all. But Jungle mm-hmm. Boy looked okay. Different, different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know what I mean? He looked mm-hmm. good. Um, but the match. Oh my goodness, that was such a fun match. Yeah. I loved that. Can I tell you when the Young Bucks came out and their beards were pink? <laughs> Bret Hart's influence. I said, "This is it. This is it. This is the look." And. I loved it. I love. I honestly think so they could have used some much. more pink. I I do too. I think they should have done full beards pink. Okay, no. They could have done it. I think it would have worked out. We've seen crazier things from them, restaurant. I feel like full pink we... was not, and I feel like Adam Cole did not one hundred percent put his heart into this gear because it was just it was just a little touches of pink. Restaurant, the young bucks I he came out great. neon. I thought he looked great too. I, I needed neon from him. It was it was pink. Yes, restaurant, but it was only like trims. Because of it was pink. with black restaurant. Yeah, it was trims of Bret Hart influence. I needed full, full pink. And Lo tweeted out this picture that was all very viral. So yeah, Lo, what did you put on Twitter? I don't know if everyone's seen these memes of Natty Nightheart. She loves to get on the confessionals on Total Divas and really <laughs> spill her heart out. Mm-hmm. So I put. I was so happy to see Adam Cole and the Young Bucks wear pink and black at AEW Full Gear. It reminds me of my Uncle Brett and the influence he's had on this generation. Facts. At WWDCAST. Thank you. <laughs> Lo and I were laughing our asses off thinking she's like, I have the picture, I have the picture. And I was like, oh my God, right, Bret Hart's influence. And it, oh my goodness, it, we were having the time of our lives you, in this theater. You guys are great. That I'm was surprised great nobody sh- was like shushing us. Because, like, we were loud, but I feel like the, the guys over there were louder. 100%. Like, they were getting up and clapping and shit. And I'm like, guys, no one's going to see you. Please. And they were singing Judas, but that's a completely different story. They were story. singing Judas. No I was, fucking way. I was singing Judas. I was like, whatever. Low-key, like, quietly, though. Right, right, right. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to, fuck. <laughs> we don't sing Judas in this household. Low said we don't sing Judas. Um, I sing Judas. Sorry. Lo did not sing Judas. I was I was in there. I, and I was telling her the story. I'm like, you know what? When we go to live shows, I sing Judas and then we take a bathroom break. Well, I, I sing Judas quietly behind my mask because I'm always wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. And I don't stand up. I did stand up yesterday, but because all of the inner circle was coming out mm-hmm. and I really, really like Santana or Santana and Ortiz. And I was like, I like oh, Sammy, Sammy as yeah. well. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm standing up for them, mm-hmm. right? But I, I don't jam to Judas. We don't support Jericho in this house. We don't. Jericho's trash. Yeah. Judas is fire. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to talk about the ending of this match, which is a lot of people did not like this look on um, Jungle Boy, but I did. I, did I think the Young Bucks have been like very, very much heels and against Jungle Boy. So for Jungle Boy, 
I, to do this, I think it added some depth into his character. Are we not going to talk about how Luchasaurus literally did a, a shooting star press off the stage onto yeah. everyone? Yes. Hold on. That Lo- big ass dude. Yes. Lowe was so impressed by Luchasaurus the whole that match. Was, no, that was insane. The whole match. That was insane. And I always like to say the fun fact like, oh, he was on Big Brother because I watched Big Brother. Because <laughs> you watched Big Brother. <laughs> I think that was a, one of the best moments of the night because it's something that was unexpected from him. I think everyone gets really surprised when a bigger guy in wrestling is so agile like that. And I think for him to do that in that match was one of the best moments of the night. Yes. And do you remember Jungle Boy's face? Restaurant, did you see yes. that? Yes. He said, that was all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insane. That was so freaking cool. It was great. And you know what? Him and Christian actually work very well. Christian works very well with, um, with Jurassic Express. Yes. Which I, I think is nice because you wouldn't think that. And Jungle Boy was like pulling out his Jeff Hardy moves. And so was Christian. Christian Chris- pulled out his edge move. He went, hit a spear. Uh-huh. We love to see it. You think you know me. Christian was like, I fought Team Extreme. I can be extreme too. <laughs> Period. And he jumped. Have you seen how Lady Gaga jumped in the Nash when she was performing in the Super Bowl? No? I don't think so. Look up that video because that is how Christian jumped. <laughs> okay. He was ready for him to be caught. He's like, they're going to pay me if they don't catch me. So interesting. But I, I, I like that match. I'm glad Jungle Boy, as much as I love Matt Jackson, I'm glad Jungle Boy hit him with the chair. You know, you know what? That was crazy. I didn't think Jungle Wild, Boy had it in right? him, right? No, jungle Boy playing, he had it to in Jungle him. Man. Wow. It's the jeans. It's the jeans. <laughs> it was the jeans. Adam Cole was also very super. Adam Cole was great. There was a great, lot of great. like points in that match when they showed the like the uh, clips at the end. Like, let's watch some of the best moments yeah. of this match. It was like. Jesus Christ, like they were jumping Matt Jackson or Nick Jackson. I can't tell them apart. One jumped off the, the top rope and did an elbow drop onto someone. That was Matt. Yeah. Okay. That was table, fucking wild. Which was, yes. Which was on the table. Yeah, that, that was, was wild. wild as well. You're right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. This was probably one of my top matches. Maybe top two matches that, that I liked. It was amazing. Okay. Did you have a top match, best friend? Have we not gotten to it yet? Oh, we haven't um, gotten to it yet. We haven't there. gotten to it yet. <laughs> So let's move on to Cody Rhodes and Pack versus Malachi Black and Andrade. Also oh sponsored God. by Vince McMahon. Also sponsored yes. by Yes. Yes. Ooh. Um, I love that fucking match yeah? so much. Yes, I did. Rest I friend. enjoyed it. You were really close. Rest friend. Cody and Alistair. Alistair, oh my goodness. <laughs> Malachi Black, yeah, threw themselves over the barricade and I was like right there. They were like on your feet, rest friend. They were literally almost on my feet. Um, That was great. That was so cool. Honestly, Cody Rhodes is one of the people that I know. I know. He came out looking like a founding father. I can't defend that. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I love this man. And mm-hmm. seeing him so close, I was like, man, I need to meet him someday. I swear, I need to meet this man. But seeing him up close, I was really, really cool. I don't know why people still boo him. And Lo, when I told that to Lo in the theater, she gave me this look. <laughs> and I was like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. But Lo, what are your thoughts on this match? Sponsored by WWE. It was not one of my favorite matches. I will admit that. I oh. think Pac really showed up and showed out. He is oh moves so fast. Yeah. He really does. But... I just really was not into this match. I do not like Andrade's pants. I feel like 
He is related to Tony D'Angelo on NXT. You don't like the baseball pants? No, it's really giving, like, piano bar vibes. I don't okay. like it. And the knee pads underneath, it just looks a little bit too bulky for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do, you think may- about it? what do you think about his mask when he comes out? You like the mask? It has to go. Okay. It's a no. It's going to be I, no for I, me. Do you think you feel that way? Maybe because the, all four of them have very different styles in wrestling? I don't know. I just felt like it just wasn't hitting like it was supposed to. Like, I found myself kind of like, okay, like, you know. Also, they weren't working well together. That was it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they kept tagging each that other, and then yeah. they were kind of like, hey, why'd you tag me out? Like, And then they, yeah, yeah. It was a mess when it came to that. It, it, was, it was a mess, but I think one of the reasons I'd enjoyed it was because I was paying attention a lot to how how well they were playing along to how mad they were getting at each other, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I really enjoyed that. You could tell they were really aggressively, like with, with Malachi and Cody, they mm-hmm. were really beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it. But I am a fan of all four of these men. I think this match would have been better as a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I agree. I uh, agree. Amazing. But also, uh, Lo, I agree with you that Pac was just something else. That man is fantastic yeah. at everything and also is just such a great high flyer and he's so quick with it yeah. that you just get impressed by anything that he does and I think he really helped the pacing of this match because he was so quick okay let's move on to people who definitely killed it Britt Baker okay and Ty Conti. oh my god first of all guys oh my <sighs> goodness they looked so beautiful Please. and this was for the championship this, this for was the for AEW the... women's title mm-hmm. which Britt has and that jacket that Brit has, rest friend, I love it. Beautiful. I want it. I recently started becoming obsessed with the color red. Yes. And oh my god, I thought I was obsessed with her. I I couldn't her stop staring eyes, at her. She, her eyes, her eyes, were so her jacket, her everything, everything. Mm-hmm. She looks so great. But Ty Conti as well. That green mm-hmm. works so well with her. Um, I think she looks great. I have a hard time. Um, being behind Ty Conti. I feel like mm. she's great and I want to cheer for her, but then sometimes she says some shit it's like, what the fuck are you saying? Um, but she's great. I just mm. wasn't root. I was not rooting for her to win. I like Ty Conti. Ty Conti, Ty Conti. Yeah. How do people say it? Because I would have to ask her or, you know. I'm going to say Ty. But I liked her when she was on NXT. I think the first time I saw her, I was like, ooh, I think she's a star. And I think that... About a lot of people who are in NXT, like Aaliyah, who is currently on SmackDown, who got a promotion. Um, I think she's also got that star quality. So Really? I don't like her. Oh, really? I think she's great. And there, we were, Lo and I were talking about her yesterday because she had a segment with Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn. And she was fire. Anyway, um, yeah, I didn't think that Ty Conti was going to win. Like, there was no chance. And I don't see anyone else taking the title off of Britt Baker except for Ruby. Or Thunder Rosa. Okay. Lo, what do you think about this match? I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was underwhelming. Oh. I, like, honestly, like, I found myself checking my phone a lot during this match. I Mm -hmm. thought Ty Conti, she was doing moves that she thought would take out Britt Baker that were, like, Like, very simple. It would not take her out. Yeah. And then she looked so shocked after she kicked out. And I thought that really made it unappealing to me. Mm -hmm. Like... You're going against this champion that is a dominant champion and you're hitting these basic moves on her and you're surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you figure out what else you need to do. I just felt like it just wasn't. 
it wasn't hitting like the promos made it seem like it would. Like okay. the promo before the match did not add up to what the match actually gave. Mm-hmm. I thought Britt Baker did a great job. Um, I would have liked to maybe see Reba and Jamie get a little bit more involved. They were a little bit in there, but I felt like since they were ringside, they could have got a little bit more involved. Like, I don't know. Like I said, the promo at the beginning made it seem like, oh, shit, like, you know, Britt Baker might actually lose this title to Ty Conti. And then they got in the ring and it was like, okay, y'all just showed her background in Muay Thai, but she didn't do anything, she didn't do anything with that. I never took it serious. I'm not going to lie Oh, you didn't take the match seriously at no, all? No, no, the match was good. I okay. liked the match. I actually enjoyed the match. Um, just the whole, the promos, you know, all of yeah. that. I wasn't into it. I wasn't, I wasn't convinced that Ty Conti was going to win at all. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, like I said, she's great. She, to me, she's a great wrestler. She's great in the mm-hmm. ring. I just wasn't into the whole feud. I love Ray Baker. So <laughs> anything that Britt Baker's in, I think is fantastic. And I don't, I think she's going to keep the title for a very, very long time. We mentioned after this match, who would take the title from Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned, wouldn't it be interesting if like someone like Nia Jax came in and just Oh, she was like, everything what about up? Mercedes Martinez? Like, yes, what Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez, Mia Yim. Like mm-hmm. give them what, 30, 90 days. Like I would love to see Mia Yim come in and just. I don't, I don't want to see Nia Jax in AEW. We don't. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But also, too, like, if... I, I know they say that the AEW and Impact uh, partnership is over with, but, you know, Mercedes Martinez is on Impact right now, and she is in the, you know, the title contendership. Like, maybe if she doesn't win against Mickey James, she looks at other companies that, you know, she could go for the title against. And I think Britt Baker would be a great one. We know... What Mercedes Martinez brings to the ring. She's a veteran. WWE didn't treat her right. So why not try and come over to AEW? She's performed in their company before. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, the only thing that I didn't like about this match wasn't even anything that had to do with the match. It was we were sitting down and this match was announced <sighs> that it was up next. And all of the men got up and went to the bathroom. Mm. They, Best friends. They cheered. Like, yes. When they were like, oh, my God. Tea. But they, let me go take a piss first. They were like clapping, like thinking they they had a chance with Ty Conti. Like, sirs, please relax. Mm-hmm. And they all got up to a bathroom. I was so fucking disrespected, rest friend. No, yeah, of course. I was like, fuck these men. I know. They fucking suck. I hate fuck them. them. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> Moving on to Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Lo, I'm going to let you start with this one. So, thoughts on C... Okay, so... You and I were talking about CM Punk, and we were like, oh, is he going to come out in trunks, or is he going to come out in pants? And I said, if he comes out in pants, he's losing. Right. I feel like we need to give some background to this. So we actually deep dive before we went to the AMC Theater on, you know, catching up on CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. We had read that supposedly these two actually do have heat in real life. Mm-hmm. CM Punk was disrespectful to Eddie Kingston and another rookie in the business and said they were fat and lazy. Oh, <laughs> A long time ago, and that has still bothered him. So I don't know if that's true or not. They haven't verified that. But based on how they were acting and how Eddie Kingston was in that ring sticking his tongue out, I thought they were being serious. Like, I thought this should actually happen. But anyway, they had this promo that we watched, and Eddie Kingston is running in the parking lot, which 100% caught me off guard. Okay, first of all, Eddie Kingston can run faster than me. That man was flying. He was pissed. 
He said, I'm going to catch up to you, CM Punk. I want y'all at home to play that video and play My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion as he runs. It's fantastic. It's different. Teddy has seen it. Russ Ryan, it's hilarious, is it? <laughs> Teddy can vouch for us. You guys, you guys are funny. They they had a huge problem with these shorts. Russ Ryan, but you like the shorts. I Yeah. yeah. I, In person, I thought, they look good? I thought they looked good. Were they baggy? They kind of inflated a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they look they looked a little inflated for some reason. When he would jump up and down really quick, like se llenaban con aire, so. Honestly, we are not costume designers. Shout out to Miss Sandra, but I think CM Punk could really benefit from like a Bobby Fish short, like mm -hmm. a tight short, same length. Mm -hmm. I think that will work for him. Okay. I don't disagree with that. I don't think he should bring out those shorts all the time. But I thought they looked great. I think also the design looked great. Maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I really did not have a problem with the shorts. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a moment of this match where CM Punk was almost going to do a John Cena. And oh, my God. When I tell you, did I was sitting there. It? I was like. Did you lose it? I was like, sir, if you do it, I swear to God. But like, I wasn't going to hate it. Right. I was like. <gasps> I, I was not going to be able to believe it if he did it. I'm going to see M Punk. No way. There's no way that you just did that. A John Cena move, my favorite person in the whole world. I, was not even, I wasn't going to be offended. But in that moment, I was going to be dramatic. You know me. Right yeah, now. of course. You know me. And he didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. And it kind of left me like, oh, he, he was didn't fucking with your best friend. Like, I wish he would have. I was so mad. No. I was so <laughs> I mad that he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> What did you guys think of the finish? Were you rooting for CM Punk or were you rooting for Eddie? You know what? I was just here for a good show. Okay, same. I was not rooting for anyone in this specific match. I was worried before the match started if CM Punk could actually pick up Eddie Kingston and hit the GTS. Mm -hmm. And he, and he did. did it twice. He did it twice. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe we're good here. But I was shocked to see Eddie Kingston lose yeah, because same. if the heat of the actual real heat is right like Yikes. what's next yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how, are you guys gonna still tell this story like is eddie kingston gonna be like i'm not done with you bitch like we're about to do this again yeah and eddie kingston uh, i mean cm punk was like gonna try shake to shake his, his hand. hand and eddie said nah fuck this i'm mm -hmm. leaving and but i was like that to daniel bryan too so i'm like what's the issue like do you have an issue with these guys that Retire. It's COVID. We ain't trying to shake people's hands right now. Okay, I, we love a self, uh, a self, whatever. Not um, self conscious. No, um, I. Uh, a con he's just conscious in general. A conscious mm -hmm. king. Mm -hmm. I, I, th I think he's gonna definitely gonna have a storyline maybe where um he's just tired with punk, or with just with, like the next I, person that comes along. Yeah, whoever. I think he's he's probably gonna turn heel. You know, because <gasps> oh. I don't know. There's definitely something there. He didn't shake mm -hmm. CM Punk's hand. You know, when Eddie Kingston before has been coming out very wholesome, very nice. Mm -hmm. When he was coming out with John Moxley, you know, as a baby face. Mm -hmm. um, and now what? I think this definitely has to be storyline related because I feel like CM Punk could have taken the loss. Yes. I was rooting a little bit more for Eddie than I was Punk. But I'm like, it's CM Punk. Like, he doesn't need people to root for him, whatever. Yeah. And even though he's from Chicago and we, I support him fully, they're just a little bit more in it for me, for Eddie. I was honestly shocked with the crowd during this match. Like, CM Punk, when he came out, hit the crickets. He, he hit the crickets. Oh, like, no one was cheering for him. Yeah. And I was extremely shocked because here in Chicago, when he came out, I know hometown advantage, but, like, 
that arena was loud. Yeah. And when he came out last night, it, it was a little bit silent. They were like, sir, please move on. And to they Eddie. were booing him. I'm telling you, this the Minnesota crowd was a little... A little, a little underlit. Weird. There was oh. moments where, yeah, they were so loud. And then there was moments where nothing. Like during um, Britt Baker and Ty Conte's Conti, match. There was so many men around me that were so loud as well as in the theater. Oh. So loud when they came out and mm-hmm. talking about, you know, someone were like, oh, yeah, the, the, go- the sparkles mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, oh, is it the sparkles? You mm-hmm. freaking weirdos, you know? Um, but then it was all quiet. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah. Well, it was not quiet when people were singing Judas when the Inner Circle came out. Yeah. And this was the it next was match. Not. The Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year, Lowe's favorite, and American Top Team. So the inner circle came out in some camo, and Lo was also wearing camo. I felt very disrespected. But she, Lo, she put on social media right away. I am not with them. <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know these men. She said I don't know them. I'm not associated with them. This is not a sponsorship. I don't fuck with them. That's what no. she said. And uh, when Ethan and Scorpio came out, I think they said something like. Or was it in their promo that was like, these are the only real wrestlers in the company? Like, you know what the promo is, right, his friend? Yes. yes. Um, that one. And Lo said, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I know that's right. I was fucking dying because these guys are great. But like the fan base that they have behind them, like the support yeah. is wild. I and, I and you know what? It makes me so happy because... People like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page deserve it. Yes. They deserve this and more. They deserve so many opportunities, especially Scorpio Sky. I think Ethan Page is going to get there for sure. He has the charisma, and I know they see it. Mm-hmm. But Scorpio Sky, he also has the charisma. Mm-hmm. Well, we know. We know the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, really, really hope Tony Khan someday, sooner rather than later, mm-hmm does something bigger with Scorpio Sky mm-hmm. because uh, the crowd is behind him clearly, mm-hmm. but they don't do much with him. I do not understand the American top team. So I don't watch AEW regularly, and I was just really confused. Like, the one guy, his luggage must have gotten lost because his shit was, like, not matching whatsoever. I don't know his name, but, like, it did not match. The other guy, he had on a track suit. I didn't get that. And the then old, the old man. The, remember? Yes. And then his shit, his pants ripped. <laughs> like he had a little hole in his pants. <laughs> yes. And then the other guy, I just didn't even know who he was. Like maybe it's because I'm not like an AEW fan like that, but I didn't understand why they were involved in this match. Like I just didn't get it. Because Jericho started beef with them one day randomly. Yeah, no, they they weren't. They used to be in the crowd, and then I don't mm-hmm. know. They started beef, and then I don't know. I, but Jericho brings everybody in. He's like, "You want in? I got you." And it doesn't matter. You need who to bring a are. vaccination in. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this match, they, everyone was all over the place. They were bringing out things from under the ring. People were flying. People were getting hit. It was, it was <laughs> random. And Teddy mentioned that, obviously, when you're live, like, they don't tell you, like, hey, we're going to use objects that were made in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, for you to be sitting there watching this match and someone brings out a fucking bunt cake. I mean, unless I didn't pay attention, but I swear I don't remember anyone mentioning that. Like, it was just random. The Prince logo. 
The, okay. What yes. does Prince... Pr- they're going to get sued. Yes. First of all, I didn't even know that was Prince. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was like... My cousin was like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Jude, a Judas logo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a religious symbol. So right, I'm like, right. Judas? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, the bunk cake pan. I was like, what? We were laughing. The hockey stick. Like, it was just really oh, random. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And the way they were showcasing these items, I was like, mm, maybe not the best choice, right? And also, the guy who was ringside... Who, I'm sorry. I don't know his name. And people who like... Our fans are going to fucking hate me. That dude with the claw. Oh, uh-huh. Him. Like, I was like, y'all have to sacrifice Ethan for everything. You see. Y'all cannot let this man be. You see, that crowd went crazy for that mm-hmm. moment. And I was just there like, I don't know what's going on. Mm, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I get is. it. I think that people love those nostalgic moments oh, like that. Of course. But yeah. I have no idea who the man was. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I still don't know. So they, they, introduced they introduced him, him. before the match. <laughs> so yeah, the saw- fans at home knew who he was. If they watched wrestling for a long time, but like I didn't know who he was. They had on the bottom that he invented the claw, so I was like, okay. I kind of figured he might get involved just because they did that little intro, but mm. that was I don't weird. Know. But you know what? I I really really love Sammy um, when oh he was on that ladder. God. He did a good job during that. that. Sammy's a champ. Sammy to me, I, he's been growing on me. He's mm-hmm. definitely been growing on me. Yeah, I love Sammy. Love Sammy, and. <laughs> We love a guy who can grow and just kind of, you know, mature. Lowe's giving me a face. You know I didn't mean it like that. But he's really maturing. Yeah. And not only, like, as a person, but I feel like as a wrestler. And he's so young. The sky's the limit for him. Yeah. And like MJF said, that they are, like, the four pillars of AEW, which I agree with. I think him and, you know, the other three guys mentioned are really putting in the work. But Sammy, man. There's yeah. something about Sam. He he's it's cause he's growing. He's definitely growing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only getting better. Can we talk about how many spots there were during this match where the wrestler was thrown into the crowd? Cause yeah. that was crazy. You think there's it's, any lawsuits this morning? Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, the one spot on the by the ramp area, someone definitely got kicked in the head. Yeah, and I asked Iridian like do you think that's a wrestler that's sitting there? Like, is that a plan? And we're like, I don't know. But like, I understand when you go to a wrestling show, you kind of, you kind of sign up for it when you buy these ringside seats. You understand like there is a risk that you could get hit. I think WWE, it doesn't happen as much because they, their barriers are solid, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have like, you know, the, the slits in them like Mm -hmm. AEW does, but goddamn, they were flying. They were not even trying to hit the barricades. They're like, I'm just going to jump over it. Well, guys, the reason this happens is, you know, a lot of a lot of these people they have in indie style wrestling. It right. happens a lot in the indies where right. they're going to go in the crowd. It, it's a thing. The people are into it. The crowd is into it. But I do definitely think wrestlers need, need to be a little bit more careful mm-hmm. because, yes, yeah, so far we haven't heard of any big injuries, right? But one day it could go further than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple people you could tell – um, got hit. Um, that sucks. <laughs> you said so sorry for them, but that's not me. <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do feel like people know what they sign up for, especially that style of wrestling. So Jericho hit the frog splash for the win. And he was like doing his little shimmy like Eddie Guerrero. What are your thoughts on this, best friend? As, as As a fan... As an Eddie Guerrero fan, as a Mexicana, mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. I don't like it either. That's disrespectful. 
there's receipts of this man donating to the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. I don't need him doing a frog splash, mm-hmm. um, dedicating it or, you know, in honor of Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Guerrero, I'm sorry. And he's quick with putting people down for giving their tributes to wrestlers. Exactly. And when he does it, like, oh, it's okay. That's fine. I, I saw it as appropriation. He appropriated a mm-hmm. rock splash. Lo, what do you think? <laughs> I was irritated when this happened. I did not want to see him win this match with, with this finisher. Yeah. I thought he could have hit his own. He could have done this moment. Whatever. Okay, he paid tribute. I get that he was a good friend of Eddie Guerrero. But it was a weird thing to have him win the match with Eddie Guerrero's move. Mm -hmm. And I hate to bring up old stuff, but, like, we saw a couple weeks ago, you know, Chris Jericho was online talking about how someone misspelled um, Mm -hmm. John um, Huber. John Huber's name. Mm -hmm. And who was it? One of the former WWE superstars. Kalisto? Yes. Yes. So... But if you go back and you look up some of Chris Jericho's tweets, he spelled Eddie Guerrero's name wrong. So it's like you, you're spelling it E-D-D-Y, but you're quick to pay tribute to this man in a match. Do you know how to spell his name correctly? Yeah. Like, you have to have that same energy mm-hmm. with everyone. Like, yeah. you can't just say, oh, well, he spelled John's name wrong, but I'm going to spell Eddie's name wrong. Like, just disrespectful. He had no rhythm when he did the shoulder shimmy. It was unseasoned. Mm -hmm. I did not like that. Very unseasoned, yes. I was just grossed out when he did it. Me too. I felt like he he could have hit his own move and won this match, and I would have still been disappointed that he won, but I wouldn't have been as disappointed because he's paying tribute Mm -hmm. to the superstar that, or this wrestler, on the day that he died. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I understand, like you said, they they um they were friends, right? Right. And I know they all have great connections with Vicky as well. And yeah. I'm sure she makes them feel like, of course, yes, he loved yes, you guys. Loved I love you, you guys. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. But it it definitely strikes a nerve as a fan who doesn't appreciate Jericho, what Jericho says, his actions, and all of that. Um, I don't like it. I I, I definitely felt disrespected as well. Yeah, this was not a mood. This was not entertaining. I didn't like it. No, especially after, like, what we said after that Twitter thing mm-hmm. that he did, you know? Um, yeah. It was weird, too, that he pinned, didn't he pin the manager guy, the guy in the tracksuit? I, I believe so, yeah. The I just, suit, I yeah. thought he was a manager until the match Low had gone did, on for, like, 15 minutes. She didn't even know he was going to wrestle. Oh, you didn't know he was in the no. match. No, oh. so I thought it was interesting that he pinned that guy. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, like, you couldn't have pinned Scorpio or... Ethan, like someone actually in AEW, yes, right, right. That bothered me too. Yeah, because Jericho is probably like, no, I want to pin, I want to pin this dude. <sighs> Whatever, loser. <laughs> Moving on to Kenny Omega, <laughs> who's not well, well, and Adam Page. I was gonna say who's not a loser, but we'll talk about the match. This is for the AEW World Title. Are <laughs> you? <laughs> We're having mishaps here. Um, Kenny Omega. I really wish. He was blonde. He was blonde. Yeah. But he's heel right now. I totally get it, right? Yeah. The audience, like, you could feel it, rest friend. This is the whole reason you went and drove six hours to this pay-per-view. Because you had this feeling that it had to be that night and that Hangman was going to be champion. Yeah. So. Spill it, Teddy. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? Okay, first of all, 
The entrance alone was perfect. He looked beautiful. He came he came down the ramp straight towards where my seats was at. Literally, we were looking for you. We were like, oh my God, he's going over there. Teddy's going to grab him. Like, we were ready. <laughs> I was going to grab him. Um, yeah, he was kind of going to like get on somehow on the barricade mm-hmm. or I don't know, right? Uh, but it looked like he slipped a little bit. So he didn't really stay as long as I knew he would have been, you know. But um, still, I was there holding up my heart with both my hands. Oh. Made sure he saw that. I know he saw that. He saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Yeah, the entrance was perfect. You like the promo? Did they show yes. the promo in the arena? Okay. Heck mm-hmm. Yes, that was so hot. I thought he was going to walk in with a horse again. Like he oh, did it all yeah. out. Because... I, I was there for a lot when he came in with the horse, but I was a little too far for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish, I mean, I wouldn't, I probably would have been too far for that too. I wouldn't have seen it, but that would have been cool. Anyway, um, he looked great. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page together in the ring. Holy shit. I thought that was a great match as well. Uh, obviously my favorite match of the night. I think there was, I'm not, I don't think, but there was so many emotions. The thought of Hangman Page, for me, it was the thought of Hangman Page winning, but also the thought of what if he doesn't win, because there were so many fans that were speculating that that Hangman was going to lose, yeah. that they weren't going to give it to him for whatever reason. So, there was different speculations, and I was like, what if he really does lose, you know? Especially because I, I didn't see anything special, like, I didn't see them bring out any of his family, or I didn't... You know, usually when mm-hmm. there's they're going to crown a new champ, you see some movement in the crowd where, like, someone comes out to see them or something is set up, like, confetti. I didn't see not, nothing None of that. that. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe Hangman really isn't going to win. Um, so when he won, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't think that was going to be the exact moment he was going to win. I, mm. I thought Kenny was still going to kick out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, obviously, the show had to be done with. Yeah. But... I don't know. I really have to um, still, I have to gather my thoughts because I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, what I really were your haven't. thoughts on the Young Bucks getting involved and kind of giving him almost like the seal of approval to pin Kenny? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, first of all, I was nervous. I really thought they were going to come in and try to um, help Kenny Omega. Um, but when the moment where Matt Jackson mm-hmm. nodded. When he nodded. I fucking almost cried. Yeah, oh Jesus my gosh, Christ. yes. I, I got a little emotional. I thought that was so cute. And then Hangman did, you know, he, he hit his buckshot lariat. The moment he won, I felt like him because he kept saying that as well. He said on the mic. I don't know if they showed him. Mm-mm. No, they, they cut it off after he won. Him. That was it. After um Dark Order came out, oh, that was it. okay. Yeah. Well, when he got on the mic, he said something about that he didn't obviously he well he's been saying that he doesn't believe in himself mm-hmm. and um he was saying that also during the match oh no he said this in the medium scrum i'm sorry he said that during the match he still thought that he didn't have it in him he's like i don't this match is probably not gonna be that great so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna win and that made me so so sad, sad. I'm like, this man is really struggling like he really doesn't believe in himself and honestly it makes me so sad because i used to read a lot of tweets back then where people used to not believe in hangman like fans right mm-hmm. fans did not believe in hangman um they uh, and even now a lot of people still don't think that hangman is ready some old school who who did i read the other day was it um i don't i'm so sorry i forget no i don't remember who said that they didn't think hangman page was ready to be the AEW champ 
But like I said, I don't know. It's hard for me to speak about this right now because my... What they got to say now. I haven't mm-hmm. gathered my thoughts. But yeah, exactly. What do they have to say now? Exactly. This match was exciting because we were thinking about you the whole time, as friend. Yes. So and honestly, sweet. we were trying to like find you in the crowd the whole show. But especially this one, we got so excited because, again, like you mentioned, the entrance... That hangman went right into that corner, and Lo and I grabbed each other. And we're like, oh my god, oh my god, he's right there, he's in the corner, Teddy's gonna be there, oh my goodness, we were so excited for you. But this match was great. Mm-hmm. The storytelling, and the Young Bucks coming out, I'm like, no, 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 please don't ruin this, please, this is not the also, night. Also, can we note that they washed all that pink out of their beards and their hair to come yeah. out? Which is, <laughs> I thought was symbolic, Okay. <laughs> I was like, they okay. They were cleansed. This, uh-huh. this is a different Young Bucks they, because right, they, they washed the pink it, out. It was a different Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. The way they came out as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So different. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. Which, which is why I also am kind of feeding into other fan speculations. Oh, fan speculations. Of, what's, of what might happen. Um, one of them that I keep seeing is that people think Adam Kobebe is going to turn on the elite. <gasps> and... That Kenny might be away for a while. I don't mm. know, but basically, there's probably going to be something something major going to happen. And Adam Kobebe, yeah. right? Um, Does Bobby Fish play into this? Oh. Yes. Oh, Lo is in. That's what they're speculating. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is expiring. Yes, Please, oh. I yes, but also Kevin Steen. So if Kyle O'Reilly comes and Cut joins. The cameras. <laughs> Adam Cole, he joins Adam Cole, oh, baby, and my God. Bobby Fish, and then Kevin Steen comes and joins the Young Bucks. Are you amazing. kidding me? Amazing. Are you kidding me? See, I would be into that. I know I say I don't watch AEW a lot, but I would like to see Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen involved in something like this because oh, there's history there. And uh, to be honest with you, I feel like I felt bad for Kevin Owens for the last couple months because yeah. people have noticed that he doesn't have that same excitement that he used to. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted stuff and, you know, people are speculating that once his contract is up in a couple months, he's out of there, mm-hmm. you know. And I, the same kind of can be said for Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn does such a good job, you know, he doesn't make you think like, God damn, he's miserable here. Mm-hmm. But, he works really hard with, with his persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. Kevin Owens, you could tell he's fed up. So, yeah. oh my God, I would like yeah. to see him involved oh in something my goodness, like this. Me too, man. There could be so many amazing things that come from this. I really would love to see Kyle. But like again, I, it's like, do I want to see every WWE person come to AEW? And no, but NXT and WWE dropped the ball horrendously mm-hmm. on the Undisputed Era. Horrendously. Like it is one of the other than Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. It is one of the worst moments that they have okay, dropped you could yes. say the ball. that they dropped yes. the ball but the undisputed era ran NXT they ran, for yes. a long yes, time they yes they made all of them champions but Adam, and they had multiple yes, reigns yes, you're so right. we can't fully say that they dropped the ball in the undisputed era but but also what happened where are they at now yeah. exactly they you know? never brought them up to the main roster and one could say it's because Bobby was injured so many times whatever mm-hmm. but also Adam Kobe didn't want to yeah, Adam Cole didn't, didn't want to move up. Yeah. And he that's why Gargano hasn't moved up because he doesn't want he to. Doesn't. And Tommaso Champa. Champa doesn't want to move up. Because yeah. they don't want to work those schedules. And they've said it. If you move me up, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Which, look, which, look, <laughs> look, to be honest, here's the thing. Yes, it's mm-hmm. true. They're, AW doesn't need everybody from WWE, right? Mm-hmm. But AW needs Kevin Sting. Come on. 
Or we, okay, maybe AW doesn't need Kevin Steen. We need Kevin Steen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I need it for I myself, see that. for we're, sure. We're trying to see them, and I guess, like, we watch NXT, but we also, the other episode we said, you know, WWE can't make room for everybody. Or, I mean, AW doesn't have room for everybody, but they have room for Keith Lee. Oh, the, as we said, well, yes. Which we fully believe. And they brought in Jay Lethal, which no everybody was so excited, right? Everybody in the theater we were at fucking got up and clapped. Can and I then say... You can say it, Lo. You can say it. Because I also undid it. Yes. So when it happened, so when Jay Lethal was in Impact or in TNA, I should say, I was a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I was young. I really liked that he played on the Macho Man because mm-hmm. I wasn't a wrestling fan. I wasn't born when Macho Man was in his, when his prime. Mm-hmm. And as a black man, I was like, okay, this is great. But... He was in R- ROH for a minute. I wasn't really watching that. And now he signed AEW. Now that ROH is kind of done. And I didn't realize that he had speaking out allegations. Mm-hmm. And when I saw a journalist say that Giolito has signed, I said, wow, this is magical. And then I'm going down my timeline. I'm seeing people like, you know, so fuck the speaking out movement. And I was like, hold up. So I went and I Googled, which I think a lot of people should do more often. And I mm-hmm. saw that he has numerous allegations against him for speaking out Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are upset with tony khan and aew management because you have another superstar on your roster who has allegations about speaking out and it's not a good look Mm -hmm. it just isn't no it it really isn't it really isn't i was on the same page as you guys i saw him come in well tony shavani introduced him yes and then jay lethal said that he was all elite i was like okay i clapped as well i was like Another uh, another black man. Yes. Like, right. of course, yeah. right? Um, and then as well. And then you go back I got and on you're Twitter like, oh, shit, And I saw wait. that. I was like, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. And I thought back to my clapping. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn. And it's it's crazy because in that moment, we were so excited and everybody right. clapped. And we, like, were tweeting. And then we're like, oh, shit, wait. Didn't this? And we were both on Google. And it was like, yes, you know, multiple allegations of Ring of Honor. And I do remember people talking about Jay Lethal in um during the speaking out movement but i don't know if it was like there were so many names that people were just like oh it's um it's it's you know not real because ring of honor looked into it okay triple h looked into matt riddle and and velveteen like what that and austin we can't go on the words of like oh well they looked into it because what does that mean Mm -hmm. you're not clear with us on what what that happens and there was multiple allegations yeah so yeah. i can't look at this man and be like oh cool i'm gonna cheer yeah. as a woman i feel of course we feel a type of way about it like no we're not we're not here for it so i don't know what i don't know what's gonna happen because a lot of people on twitter they were like okay it, ring, ring of honor looked into it or what, what do you want us to do about it we like jay lethal and honestly I think it's a lot of men who are very dismissive when it comes to superstars who have had speaking out allegations against them. They're like, they're like, okay, well, ROH looked into it or they've apologized. Like, can you just move past it? No, their victims still have to live with this shit every single day. It doesn't matter if they apologize. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. And I can only imagine how his victims feel seeing him on this large-scale platform like AEW where he's more than likely going to be on a weekly basis. Honestly, Tony Khan sometimes, I know y'all love him, but sometimes I wonder about him. What does he think? Like, if you want to be that company that is against the grain, like, is doing things differently, Mm -hmm. 
you have to do all things differently. You can't sign people that have allegations stacked up against them. It yeah. just doesn't, it doesn't look good on you. Yeah. No, I would, I, I can't defend Tony Khan when it comes to that. I don't, I don't defend him. Um, I, I hope he does something about it, but I don't have high hopes. Right. I saw something on Twitter that really scared the shit out of me. Um, they said, oh, they hired Jay Lethal. This is really going to be like, they're testing the waters to see how, if they could get away with signing Marty. And I was like, no fucking way. Could you imagine no, if they ended up signing Marty? Like, I don't see that happening. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Not only because of Tony, but I don't think his friends would. I, I'm not, I'm not saying they're still friends, in. but mm-hmm. I, at least the people we know he was friends with, like Kenny. I know he was really close to Hangman. Um, I don't think they would allow that. You don't think they would let him bring him no, in? No. Well, they brought in Jay. I, yeah, but... Also, a lot of us for either one didn't know or forgot about Jay Lethal's mm-hmm. allegations, but no one really forgot about Marty's. About Marty's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I get that. I don't think this is a smart choice. I don't think, and you know what? I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, well, well, they weren't proven. I like Jay Lethal. 100%. 100%. He's going to have, mm-hmm. they're still going to have a loud pop on Wednesday. Of course. Match, uh, every time he comes Sammy out. Galaro. And from now on, like he's always... I feel like he's going to have a fan base no matter what. Yeah. Well, let's stop talking about him. Let's keep talking about Hangman. Let's, yeah, let's keep talking about Hangman because Hangman ended up winning the championship. He ended up winning the championship. Great for him because I feel like it was time. I didn't, I honestly, if they didn't give him the belt, I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm like, where do you go from here? That's you exactly what I was thinking. built up this story. It was so long and you didn't give him the title. Yeah. You're kidding me. He got his entrance alone. I was like, okay, yeah. this entrance, it's building up. It's giving me CGI, green screen. I'm ready for it. Yeah. And that belt is fucking huge. The replicas, people who have replicas in the fucking stand, I fucking hate people. Because you can see that shit a mile away. You know that they have a replica. But I'm so glad for Hangman. I really do think, I hope that he gets a long title reign because he deserves it. This man has been waiting. We do know that the new number one contender for the AEW world title is... Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or Brian Danielson. Yes. Um, do we think that he will win the title anytime soon? It was said during the media scrum that there is no planned date for them to face off, but I feel like if I were Daniel Bryan and I just came over to a no- new company, I would be itching for a world title shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he did say also in the media scrum that He's not here to help the young people or anyone. He's like, I'm here for myself. Okay. So I, if that man wants the belt, I'm sure he's going to go after the right. belt. Um, uh, I'm nervous. Now, there's one thing for Daniel uh, to want the title. Do you think that they would put the title on him and Hangman just won it? No. Do you no. think within a year he will get that championship? I'm I not think sure. a year. I'm not sure about within a year because... Um, let's say right now we're in November from here to next November. Do you think he will get a a championship? I don't know, because I'm thinking about the four champions that AEW has had so far. And it's interesting because uh, these four men were in a, in a match together. Um, well, all four of them had a match at all out. Mm -hmm. Right. And they've all been champions. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like Tony Khan plans th- these things ahead. Mm-hmm. And f- from the way that he talks in the interviews about Heyman Page, it feels like he's 
had been planning for Hangman Page to be mm-hmm. a champ. It mm-hmm. just you know he was waiting it for just, it. He was just waiting for it. And mm-hmm. Hangman Page did talk about it as well. He was he said that um, like he talked to his wife and everything about what it could have been the right time to like start a family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he said that as well as starting a family and getting the belt, it was the same thing that he had to they had to make the decision that there's never a right time. So mm-hmm. just do it. So just do it. Yeah. And he talked about how thankful he was that while his run was hot. He took a pause, you know, when we all thought he was going to have his match at All Out. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he took a big pause because his son was born. Um, so he was at home with his wife and he talks about that. And you could tell he gets so emotional and because he's so grateful that Tony let him stay home and be with his son for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that is honestly what, well, th- that wasn't the moment that made me emotional. But so when he won, I was very, very happy. I jumped. I, I jumped. I was mm-hmm. so happy. My phone fell out of my pocket. Someone else had to pick it up for me. I didn't even notice. But <laughs> I, I was happy. And I my eyes got a little bit watery. But when I cried was when I got home and I watched that media scrum. And oh. he started talking. That's when I cried. I seriously, guys, I was like crying in the mm-hmm. room just watching that. Because I don't know. This man made it. He really showed us that... Um, I guess he's been struggling. I'm not sure how. He's very. He's a very, very private man. Mm-hmm. But you could tell in his face that he was being real when he said that he's been struggling and being a champ. And he said that the way people go crazy, he's like, that's the type of therapy you can't pay for. Yeah. And holy shit, that shit hit me because that's how I feel being in the crowd. That's mm-hmm. how I feel watching my favorites like him. I, I'm serious. I know I'm probably going to say this. I don't know, a hundred more times, but I really did drive to Minnesota just to watch him win. I really, really did. Um, I enjoyed the entire show, but the reason I went was to watch him win. So not only was the match great and I was happy during the match, but to see him win that in person, that to me is also therapy that I can't pay for. Just like other shows have been for me. So yeah, I I fucking cried. (laughs) I felt it so much. I really, really, really did. The crowd was just amazing. They were so behind him. And in the theater, everyone that we were there with got up and they were clapping. Standing ovation. They said, wow, Hangman, you fucking did it. I love that. And it was so nice. It was so nice to see that. Hangman had the full support of everyone. But when Matt Jackson was like, "Mm mm-hmm, go ahead. I was like, oh, my God. And then the Dark Order coming out after he won the match. Mm -hmm. Rewatching that Matt Jackson moment as well makes me so emotional because, yes, right? It's a story that Mm -hmm. they were telling. But also, we know they're best friends in real life. I don't know. That was so fucking cute. They're also my faves. So, you know, obviously, they make me emotional. I can't say enough great things about this. And when Dark Order came out... And yes. put him on his, um, on their shoulders. They were like, this is your moment. You guys, I, I know he gave a speech after, but we didn't get to see it. We saw it on live for a little bit yeah. because Giovanni was on live. Oh, and just, okay. we, just, we saw like two, three seconds of it, if anything. But it was just so great. Goodness. <laughs> it, it was great. Um, when the Dark Order carried him, I don't know if you guys could see this on the camera, but he was genuinely just laughing and happy. I don't know. It was the cutest thing ever. It was so cute. I I really took that moment in. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Lo, any final thoughts about this match? They did great. They did great. They truly did great. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega, he knows how to work in that ring. Oh man! Like 
the stuff that he does, I have never seen a lot of the moves that he's done. And he, he's just so quick with it. Like, you can tell that he knows wrestling like the back of his hand just by how he just he just knows what to do at the right time. And he did a great job. I didn't like Don Callis getting involved. Like, I really didn't. But I thought it was a good match. Um, I'm glad Adam Page won. I think it's about time that he's champion. And like you said, he did take that time off. And usually you find that superstars who take time off, they don't come back to that same position unless they're someone like The Rock or Stone Cold. And, yeah, he is a bigger name in AEW, but I think a lot of people were like, well, where is Hangman going to fit into this equation when he comes back? And he fit in perfectly with Kenny Omega. And I'm glad to see that he just he won the title, and hopefully he holds it for a long time. I think he has what it takes to be the longest reigning AEW champion that they've yes. had so far. Yes, oh. he he also fits in because he's a millennial. Mm-hmm. Right now, a lot of the a lot of wrestling fans are millennials. Right. You know, it's really hard time. Um, so I think that's also a reason why he has so many people behind him mm-hmm. because we know exactly what a anxious millennial cowboy is. You know, um, damn, I had another thought, but I forgot. We love Hangman in this household. Yeah. We stand. And good job to Kenny because, Lo, like, like Lo said, he was pulling moves out of his ass. There was one moment where he was at the goddamn corner top rope. I don't know what the fuck he did. I'd never seen anything like it in my mm-hmm. whole life. I was so impressed. Good job, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Kenny. You put up a good fight, my guy, but it was not your night. It was Adam's night. Of course. Yeah. So we're happy and we're so excited because in a, in a few weeks – we are going to get um, Adam Page in Chicago. Yeah. Best friend, are you ready? Hell yeah. I'm ready to see him come out with that belt. We're going to make a poster and everything. It's going to be so oh cute. I'm so excited. Uh, well, this has been our recap mm-hmm. for Full Gear. Lo, thank you so much for joining us. You are so welcome. And thank give, you for having me. And giving us your, your experience. Thank you for spending the weekend with us. It, it has been amazing. I've had the best weekend that I've had in a, oh, such a long time. And it's so like cute. finals week and I've been stressed and low being here. It's just been so great. So amazing time. So thank you so much for coming, Bestie. Like really appreciate it. All the way from Vegas. All the I'm way just, from Vegas. I'm just so mad pro wrestling tees was, was close. Fuck them. <laughs> okay, then. Lo, where can listeners um, find your podcast and all of your social media? Yes, so you can listen to Wrestling Wind Down on anywhere you listen to your podcasts, including iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, if you want to see more Maddie tweets and anything else that comes to my mind, you can follow me on Twitter at WWDCAST, and we are also on Instagram under the same username. Rest Friend, where can our listeners find everything Rest Friends related? Twitter, Instagram, at Rest Friends. We also have our link tree on there, which has the links to everything, including our merch. We are also on YouTube, so subscribe to our YouTube if you haven't already. And also our podcast as well, anywhere where you listen to your favorite podcast. And be on the lookout because we got some good stuff coming for the new year, right, Rest Friend? We've been planning. Yes. We got something. I'm a little stressed, but yes. We got something cooking. So (laughs) see what I did there, Rest Friend? Love it. Love to see it. All right, Rest Friends, we will see you on our next podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.